Welcome. You've discovered the world it's ass. you can it's better than that than having somebody like frying yeah. food in the background banging pans and stuff well at yeah, first we're I was, sleeping if, yeah at first i was the only person in the kitchen i was like okay there's the dryer running because the laundry's in there too but yeah uh, i was like well it's just a home i was like eh, that'll be okay but then yeah people yeah. came in and started doing stuff I'm like oh shit yeah um yeah and like i say in my room that's where i was planning on doing it but then i came back today and like there's two people like asleep I'm like ah oh, damn it <laughs> So <laughs> it's eight o'clock. What the fuck? <laughs> People, man, travelers, tra- they, they sleep at all points of the day, man. Oh yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, just depending on like if they've been up for like 36 hours traveling or something. Oh, right. So, yeah. cause th- these are people that just got in. I didn't, they weren't here in the hostel yesterday. So oh, okay. I imagine they were traveling, but, um, that's cool. Yeah. Cause like when I got into Copenhagen, I got in at 6 a.m., couldn't check into the hostel till 4 p.m., and yeah. I was just up. I'd been, up. I'd been up by that point. When I checked into the hostel, I'd been up for like 36 hours, I think. Jesus. And, <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I was like, all right. Well, hold, hold on. Hold on. Just a second. Yeah. Let, me, uh, let me introduce the thing, and then you can Oh, continue. shit. Okay. Yeah, we're rolling. It's no problem. This is the world that's ass. I'm Chris, the host. I'm talking to Chip. He's currently in Europe, and he's planning to travel the world for the next year. Go. <laughs> Go. <laughs> it's like Carmen San Diego was swearing. Go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so, yeah, anyways, like 4 o'clock, and uh, I checked in. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go to sleep for a couple hours and just kind of recoup. And, of course, as soon as I get in the room, I'm, like, wide awake. I can't go to sleep. <laughs> so right. I just stayed up the rest of the night. <laughs> Didn't go to sleep till like, midnight our time. So, I was – by the end of the night, I was uh, I was a mess. But, yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so hopefully in the future, like I'll be able to find a better place to, uh, to do this. So the audio will be better, but yeah, that's cool. You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. I I kind of expected the, you know, the fact that you're even able to do it is pretty, uh, pretty incredible. Right. uh, Exactly. I was kind of expecting there to be, you know, little things like that. So it's all good. Um, just atmosphere, people walking down the steps and (laughs) slamming the door. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like that? <laughs> like that. Like Did you hear that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nicely timed, whoever that was. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, well, tell, tell everybody what your plan, what you're doing, what your plan is, and then maybe just sort of give us like the catalyst for, uh, okay. for doing this. If you, you know, go from there. Well, so yeah, the, the goal is to take a year and travel around the world and see as much as I can. Um, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so the plan, the plan was to leave on my 37th birthday, August 31st, which I did, and then come mm-hmm. back on my 38th birthday. So um, as stupidly poetic as that is, I decided to do that. <laughs> um, right. 
and the main reason was just uh well it's something i've always i've always wanted to do um right and it's something i've always wanted to do since i was like in my early early 20s i almost did it then and then let life get in the way um just it's always something and like always like well maybe next year i'll do this and you know maybe next year maybe next year and then i ended up 36 and i still hadn't left the freaking country so um right yeah, so that's that's the whole thing. It's like I just got to do it before I get too freaking old. Um, I had an epiphany, I guess, back in October that, you know, I was cursing myself at like 21 for not doing this, and then uh, I just had this vision of me as 55 year old Chip cursing 36 year old me for not doing it now when I had a chance to do it um, when I had nothing tying me down. Um, so. Once I kind of saw myself through like my 55 year old self's eyes, uh, if that makes any sense, uh, I just realized I could, I could in a way, I could in a way go back and uh, uh, change, you know, change history in a weird way. So, um, yeah, so that was that was the the whole reason behind trying to do this. So where were we? You were just uh, talking about traveling into the future or something. Oh, <laughs> You're talking about seeing through your future's eyeballs or some yeah. shit. <laughs> I was talking time travel. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I guess the, the big, the final epiphany was um, I, I kind of like saw through my eye, you know, my eyes as a 55 year old and, and I saw 36 year old Chip not do this and just, I was cursing myself and I'm like, well, yeah. shit, I can, I can change this. So uh that was it that was like uh screw it i'm doing it yeah so uh, yeah that's when i decided to sell all the stuff sell all my stuff and uh except a camera and a laptop to document mm-hmm. the trip and uh and sell the house it's kind of cool to see like uh you know the first place you go is already like 10 times more beautiful than <laughs> anything you see around here <laughs> you know right yeah no, I, copenhagen was great copenhagen was great um but yeah it's just like um, I think it was a good place to start my trip too, because it's uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a beautiful city, and it's just easy to get around. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, no, the picture. I'm I'm really happy with the pictures that, that came out from that. Uh, I got a ton more that that I'll I haven't posted yet that I'm going to use like on my blog post. And we'll probably have this will probably be posted to that as well. To that whenever it's as well. yes, whenever it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> when you get back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three years from now. Yeah, exactly. Well, how was the uh, the actual travel? I mean, you hadn't. I know you've, you've flown quite a bit, but you've never flown out of the country. What was that like? Never flown out of the country as far as duration of the mm-hmm. flight. It was nothing because uh, I've done a lot of long flights, just even within the U.S., like to Alaska, uh, to right. Hawaii. So those are the Hawaii flight was brutal, man. That was a long one. Yeah. Um, so this. Well, that's one, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah this one is nothing really as far as flight. Um, yeah, and then so you know had a layover in the uh, Reykjavik airport mm-hmm. in Iceland, um, and so that was actually my yeah. I guess I should preface this too, like uh, for the listeners, that this is the first time I've ever left the country. <laughs> so right. um, yeah, I decided to do it and just go all in for a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, besides Tijuana, but I don't count that as really leaving the country. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, just being in the ice, uh, the Iceland or the Reykjavik airport in Iceland was 
that was like my first little like taste of just like, I don't understand anything that's written here. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. like, I don't understand this language and, uh, no one's here to help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, that's actually where I thought, you know, I thought my passport wouldn't be stamped until I got into Copenhagen, like my final destination. Uh-huh. But it was actually stamped in Iceland, and they never even looked at my passport in Copenhagen. So, like, even though I didn't stop in Iceland, I was just in the airport. I had to go through customs there and get my passport checked, uh, but not through Copenhagen. So it was, it was weird that that's when it happened. Is Iceland part of the EU, or do you know? It is. It is. Okay, so, maybe uh, that's what... So I guess, but, like, I would have figured it was just a stop, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, maybe just entering the EU, you get a stamp. Yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. So yeah, no, that's uh, so Iceland. Uh, you had like an hour layover, and um, mm. like that was I was just kind of walking around the airport looking for some food, and like yeah, I couldn't understand you know anything. I'm like, oh god, yeah, it starts here. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but no, I've been fortunate, like especially like in Copenhagen. I mean, everybody speaks English as a second language, and they speak it very mm. well, which makes yeah. me feel horrible. That, like, I'm, like <laughs> can, can you please speak to me in English? <laughs> Yeah. I don't understand anything. I, well, I At least you didn't demand it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, and, you know, I learned a couple words in Danish. Like, I you know, learned talk, which is thank you. So, you know, at least uh-huh. try to communicate a little bit in their language. And that's what I yeah. want to do anytime I'm in a, in a, in a foreign country is, is at least try to make an effort to learn a few words to try to communicate. Um, right. Just because, yeah, I don't want to be that, that American. It's like, you're in America. You have to speak my language, English. And then when they go overseas, they're like, you need to speak English. <laughs> Even though I'm in your country now. Like, I don't right. want to be that guy. Um, right. But, but no, I've been fortunate. Speak American, damn it. <laughs> Speak American. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to be that guy. Um, but, yeah, I've been really fortunate. that Most, most people I've, I've dealt with, um, you know, I'll say a couple words, you know, in Danish or whatever, and then they realize I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you stop? We speak English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like... You are insulting our entire country right now. <laughs> yeah. So, they, you know, everybody's been... Been very nice. Um, yeah, and there's been a couple moments where I've, there's been a language barrier, uh, but yeah, uh, not too bad. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Copenhagen was great. Have any of the uh, like I always imagine if at this point if you went over there, you could use like a Google Translate or something like that. Has that been useful yes. at all? It, well, it okay, so I have that on my phone, and right. it's actually it's very useful, but I have not been able to implement it yet because. Uh, this whole this is a whole situation too that's uh, that I'm I'm dealing with right now with with my phone because before I left like six months before I left I contacted AT and T I said I went through this whole f- uh, form that you have to fill out to get your fu- phone unlocked so you can use other SIM SIM cards yeah I did this like six months in advance uh, to fill out all the you know the form that you have to do and then. They send me an email saying, your phone is unlocked, you just have to restore, you know, like wipe it clean, restore it through iTunes, and then it'll be like officially unlocked. So I did that and um, stupidly didn't test it before I left the States. Uh, <laughs> right. And I get to Copenhagen, I buy a little prepaid SIM card here, uh, there in Copenhagen, and, yeah. uh, you know, with some minutes on it and some data. And uh, it doesn't work. And, uh, <laughs> So I was like, well, maybe it's just that one particular SIM card. But then, like, one of my roommates in the hostel there, he's from Norway. He's like, well, he's like, I've got a nano SIM card for my iPhone. You can put it in, just see if mine works, you know. Um, yeah. 
and his didn't work either. So it's like, apparently AT&T did not unlock my phone, like they said. Um, yeah. So I, e- I emailed them again uh, earlier in the week, got another confirmation that, y- your, congratulations, your phone's unlocked, just got to restore. And I restored my phone five fucking times. <laughs> and it still is not unlocked. So I'm yeah. dealing with that right now. So I, I, I have service when I'm on Wi-Fi, so I can, you know, I can use my laptop or my phone. But so right. I only have use of my phone really in Wi-Fi, which is, you know, when I'm walking down the streets in the city, like I, I can't use it. Um, yeah. So that's a real pain, like, um, you know, to check like metro stops or you know stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I downloaded like a metro app here in Hamburg, and uh, I can't, I just can't, can't really use it <laughs> unless I. You know, check everything ahead of time before I leave the, the hostel and write it all down and all this. But so that that's a major obstacle that I'm having to deal with right now. And I'm, I, you know, I need to like somehow contact AT and T. Um, but again, like like I said, they I, I did the whole f- process and they sent it through and said it was working. But uh, yeah, not, I don't know what it is. So I think hey, maybe maybe you'll get in luck. Maybe some maybe someone's listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, no, nobody, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody. <laughs> um, so that's so. Anyways, that's something I got to deal with. Um, I mean, I'm getting by. Um, yeah. But it's 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 making things more difficult for sure. Um, right. I keep telling myself, I'm like, shit. If I was t- traveling when I was 21, I would not. Have, wouldn't even have any of this, you know, available yeah. at all. So yeah, for sure. So I'm still much better off than I was. I would have been back then. But uh, I'm just spoiled, I guess. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's easy to become dependent. I mean, I, the last time I went over there was like nine years ago, and and that was the first thing I noticed when I got off the plane was, oh, my, my phone doesn't work. Yeah, I have no access. I mean, it was, you know, you're less dependent on it back then, but still. Yeah, yeah, like everybody's Something really, nice really dependent on their phones now. Um, right. So anyway, so that's one thing that like, so I, I'm gonna go to Amsterdam. Well, I guess <laughs> okay, this is another another damn thing. So. Um, I'm gonna hang on is that, a second. Is that a okay? Dude, go ahead. I was just gonna say, was that a Holland joke with the dam and all that? No, because I'm not gonna allow you to make puns on this. No, no, that was yet. not an intended pun. No. Okay. Um, one more, man. One more, <laughs> and I'm hanging up. It wasn't intended. <laughs> intended or otherwise. Shit. I'm really gonna watch myself. So, um, walk the line. <laughs> So here's another thing. Yeah. So okay. So I guess overall, I must say that um, I'm learning a lot on this trip. Mainly, I'm learning lo- what not to do. <laughs> and I've early on realized that I just have to accept that um, I'm going to make a fool of myself every single day, <laughs> and I just right. have to be okay with that. Yeah. Because just being somewhere where you know I, I don't understand the the language, I don't understand the culture, I'm totally yeah. out of my element. Um, I'm, I'm going to make a fool of myself and I've just, I finally come to accept that because I've done it a lot <laughs> in just the, yeah. the, the past week. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, but yeah, I'm learning a lot of what not to do um, and just making such stupid, as stupid little mistakes. Like, um, so I was supposed to go to Amsterdam tomorrow. I was, uh-huh. I, you know, I'm a, I have a hostel here in Hamburg until you know, like tomorrow morning I check out. I went ahead and booked like three days hostels or three nights in a hostel uh, this week in Amsterdam, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I booked a train ticket for Monday to go to Amsterdam. So I had it all worked out. And uh, I discovered today that I booked the train ticket for Tuesday, not Monday. 
so, and the reason is, and I finally figured this out, is um, the calendars are different. Uh-huh. European calendar starts with Monday, whereas I'm used to uh-huh. the American calendar that starts with Sunday. So right. I clicked on the second day in the ro- that week, that week's row. Right. I was scheduling the train ticket online. I yeah. clicked on the second day in, which for them is Tuesday, not Monday. <laughs> and I just didn't right. realize the date. And yeah, that was a really stupid mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Don't they flip-flop the day and the, the month also? They do. Well, that, that's, yeah. that adds to the confusion, which actually, yeah. the way they do it is actually more... Uh, is actually more logical because it goes day, month, year. So it's a logical right. progression of, of size of you know time. So right. it, the way they do it is actually, I think, more logical than what we do. But so but that takes some getting used to because like you know like for September 9th, the eighth and nine are flipped, and so that I guess I just you know I, I clicked on that second day. I didn't really pay attention to the number of the, what the day was, and mm-hmm. or at least I I guess I did and just didn't realize I was a day off with thinking what today was. Or this was yesterday, but anyway. So yeah, I just that was a major brain fart, man. Oh my god. Um, so you're homeless for a night, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well, and I booked a, a, a hostel in Amsterdam for Monday night, which I cannot cancel because I realized within the 20 hour cancellation period that you know, so I'm losing money on Monday night stay because I'm not yeah. going to be in Amsterdam till Tuesday. So luckily, um, this girl who was showing me around today. Um, Offered for me to stay, you know, crash on her couch tomorrow night. So I have a place to stay tomorrow night. Um, That's cool. But uh, I'm losing money on the hostel that I'm not staying in. Um, but so it all, it's all coming out in the wash. But it's just kind of ridiculous. Little goof ups like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, a lot, <laughs> yeah. Of, a lot of little goof ups like that. Um, yeah, but no, it all worked out. So I have a place to stay tomorrow, and, and I'll be on the way to Amsterdam on Tuesday. Um, so I'll take a train there, and then. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm and then a, we'll never see you again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm a little behind on my, my planning. I plan to be like two weeks ahead, always knowing where I was going to be, where I was staying, how I was getting there. Yeah. And just leading up to the trip, like with, with everything getting pushed back with the closing of the house, yeah. excuse me, constantly and constantly, I was really like hesitant to book any other train tickets or plane tickets or anything. You know, I just didn't want to lose right. any money. If something did come come down to it like where i just couldn't leave you know like i had to stay in the states um so i was hesitant to, to plan or, and book anything so I'm, I'm behind with my planning and i think that's affected my when i, I reach out to people on couch surfer um, right. it's just too late notice for them you know they've already either already got somebody crashing with them or they're out of town or whatever so i've been trying yeah. to catch up with that and like i finally gotten a little bit ahead with with notifying or reaching out to people and uh, so I actually have a confirmed place to stay in Brussels for two nights and a probably 50-50 possibility for Bruges for two nights. So okay. I'm, I'm kind of far enough ahead because that'll be uh, a week from now. And like I got a confirmation a couple of days ago and I've, I've been reaching out to them, you know, but last, sometime last week. So I'm, get, I'm slowly getting ahead. Um, and I think it's going to start working out that I can find more pe- people like on Couchsurfer to, so I won't have to spend so much money with the hostels and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's better to, I mean, it's cool in the hostels to, um, to, to meet other travelers and stuff from all over and, and, you know, that's really cool. Uh, but it's also cool with, with the Couchsurfing because, um, I mean, you're staying with somebody who lives in that city and they know their way around and all that. Yeah. Um, 
so this girl that was showing me around today, like she lives here, so she, I mean, she knows all the places to go. So that was that was cool than just me aimlessly wandering. Um, so her name was Neela, and actually I met her through couch surfing. I'd sent her a request for for when I was here, uh, going to be here here in Hamburg, and mm-hmm. she couldn't host me this weekend because she uh, she already had somebody. Um, so, but she's like, hey, let's meet up for a drink, and you know, we can uh, we can chat, and I can show you around the town and stuff. Um, so she, she couldn't host me, but she offered to show me around, which was totally cool. And then when I was hanging out with her today is when I found out that I had the wrong plane ticket. So she, yeah. she offered me a place to stay. She's like, well, you know, I, my couch isn't booked tomorrow night, so you're welcome to stay. So it, it all totally worked out. Um, it's such a weird, a weird thing to say. My couch isn't booked. <laughs> it just sounds yeah. so strange. So I'm not, I'm not homeless. <laughs> right. Okay, good. I'm not going to be out. I'm sure everybody's, I'm sure everybody's relieved. <laughs> the, uh, they would have been. They would have been like, he deserves to sleep on the streets for making a stupid mistake like that. What yeah. Did he look at when he booked the ticket. It's- yeah. Monday and Tuesday are not the same thing. Sleep in a gutter. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're in it. Pave your crimes by sleeping in the fucking gutter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was going to ask you about the uh, about the hostels because uh, the one t- I stayed in a hostel. When I, you know, when I, I went to London when I was in high school, living over there, and we stayed in a hostel two nights, I guess, two different hostels or whatever. But um, even just the one picture that you sent uh, or that you posted from inside the hostel looks like the hostels I remember. They just seemed dark, and like it seemed like, well, here's a bed, lie down, you know, right, right, <laughs> until you're done, lie down until you're done, and then get out, right. And it's like, just the picture you have is all bright and nice. I was just kind of curious, like, if you could describe it. Which, which picture was that? What did I post? Uh, you, put, you posted the picture of yourself posting pictures or something. Uh, oh, with the wine box. With the, the wine box. The, the one with wine box. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, that's the hospital I'm in right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's actually, and actually, the, the first hostel I stayed in in Copenhagen, actually, I think, was my favorite. That one was mm-hmm. awesome. But, but the cool thing about that first hostel in Copenhagen was, you know, the downstairs lobby, it's like plenty of spaces, a lot of places to see, a lot of couches, tables, and, but it's also a bar. So at nighttime, I mean, everybody's hanging out there. I mean, it's, it's, it was a very social uh, environment, you know, like everybody hung yeah. out there, you know, um, having drinks, meeting people, talking. I mean, it was, it was just an awesome atmosphere. And like the yeah. people who ran the place were like totally cool. Um, it was just a really cool vibe there. And um, the, the facilities, everything was just, was, I, was just great. And like, of course, like the people I stayed with too, every, all my roommates, I was in a, like a six bed hostel there, uh, like three kids from the UK. I say kids, I mean, they're 19, but still, I mean, they're right. hell of a lot younger than me. And then like uh, this guy and girl from uh, Norway and uh, everybody was super cool. And like, you know, we hung out and stuff, but like the second hostel I stayed at in Copenhagen, I only stayed for like one night and it just didn't have that vibe. Like everybody just kind of kept to themselves. There was no real common area to hang out in. Um, yeah. So it's it's all over the it's all across the board like um, and uh, but the one I'm in now is kind of I'd say probably in between the two um, but there's a nice little lounge area that's where I posted that picture with Winebot and, and uploading the pictures and stuff but yeah, yeah. some of them are pretty nice man substantially cheaper than hotels uh, yeah I mean right now like uh, you know during the weekend they, they, the prices can get jacked up and um, and of course the ones I've been staying at recently are, are really close to like the city centers, um, like 
the urban house, which was the one, the first one I stayed at was like, I mean, it's right there smack dab in the middle of Copenhagen. I mean, like you can walk to everything. And like, so it was, uh, you know, I think I paid like third, somewhere between 30 and 35 bucks a night. So, yeah. uh, and I think the weekend, well, I didn't stay over the weekend because I, I didn't know if I was going to be in Amsterdam. So I didn't book any farther than Thursday. So I ended up having to book a last minute hostel Friday night. That was a different one. One that wasn't as good. And, um, but I, I paid way too much for that because it was last minute and it was Friday. So yeah. What did you, uh, what did you do while you were in Copenhagen? Um, I just walked around a lot. Uh, well, the first day when I got there at 6am, I just wandered like a zombie, like until I could check into the hostel <laughs> yeah. and I had no idea what I was doing. And I was like, I was a zombie, but I found a coffee shop, you know, I got some Wi-Fi, kind of checked in with everybody, checked my email. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, and so I didn't do much that, well, let's see. Yeah, that night I think I just went to the the, the bar downstairs and had a few drinks. Um, yeah, that was some people. But then the second day, like I went walking all over. I went down to Christiania. I don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. of that section of Copenhagen, but it's kind of like a, it's Copenhagen, but it's kind of separate from Copenhagen. It's kind of its own little yeah. commune area, and um, they have what they call the Green Light District. Which uh, when you enter that part of Christiania, it's um, there's a sign that says. Um, no photos, no running. It causes panic, and uh, yeah, selling hashes is illegal. And of course, yeah. you walk in, and there's like all these these booths and stuff, and uh, everybody's running. Yeah, no, with like camo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with camo netting, and like you know, you can walk up there, and there's a guy. I mean, they're you can't see their face, and uh, you can buy you know pretty much whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah, it's an interesting section of uh, Copenhagen, but it's it's all just in that one little. Um, that one little community, it's like this enclave or whatever. I don't know, I don't know what you would call it, actually. What, what is it? What, what, what do you mean? Like, it's just a separated out area? Yeah. Is it a yeah. neighborhood? It's, it's like a neighborhood, yeah, but it's just huh. kind of its own thing. So, like, when you enter, it's like, you know, it says, now entering Christiania. And then when you leave, that same, the back of that sign says, welcome to the EU. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, they consider themselves their, like, own little... Yeah, it's it's an interesting place, a really cool place. Um, yeah, and then uh, you know walked around just no running. I'm sorry, I'm hung up on the no, no running thing. <laughs> well, because of what ha- what goes on there, yeah, there's a lot of paranoia. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if they see people running, they might think the police are coming. I don't know, I don't know. but uh, yeah. yeah, no running. I wonder how often someone just goes running through that fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, and then, okay, and then that night, so I actually uh, went out, hit a couple bars with, with those three kids from uh, the UK, which was, which you, you know, it was weird for me as an American. You know, these kids yeah. are 19, and I'm out at bars drinking with them, like, you know, yeah. like. Oh, right. And they've been drinking for, like, two years, you know, like, it's just yeah. weird. And I think the drinking age in Copenhagen is, like, actually 16 or something. It's something ridiculously low compared to my American perspective, but. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, those they were cool guys, and I mean, like, mainly just talked about like differences between British culture and uh, American culture. Like, so do yeah. you say this or do you say this? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, uh, but no, it was cool. Um, I, see, what I pretty much tended to do, because again, I didn't have anybody in Copenhagen to like kind of show me around. I just, I just wandered aimlessly like all day, just, you know, with yeah. a camera and just, you know, finding alleyways and stuff and just taking a shit ton of pictures. Went and saw the, the Little Mermaid. Uh, there in Copenhagen. I don't know if you know about that. It's like a famous statue, mermaid statue. So um, that's on one end, one side of Copenhagen. So 
Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. I mean, I definitely there's tons of stuff I missed. So yeah, um, there's Tivoli Gardens, which I was really close to, which is like the second oldest amusement park in the world. I think. I think it's second oldest. Um, I didn't go. I didn't go in though. Like I thought about going in, but I was like, yeah, maybe next time I'm coming through. But yeah, yeah it looked cool. It's a, it's a you know, pretty cool looking amusement park. So there's stuff like that that I just didn't did not end up doing. But yeah, why did you end up going down to Hamburg? Um, I don't know. Just you had to, mentioned something. You had mentioned something about possibly going to Berlin from Copenhagen. Y- yes. Uh, well, I'm trying to time out. Bruges with uh, some friends of mine who are, are, are a friend of mine who's coming up with a, uh, another group of his friends. They they flew over to Paris or will be flying to Paris. I'm not sure what his schedule is. But anyways, they're going to be in Bruges like the 15th and 16th. So I'm trying to time out when I get there just to, so, you know, I can meet up with them for a night or so. Um, so I'm kind of, I've kind of like tailored my route towards like the head towards, towards Bruges and get there in time. Yeah. I don't know. Hamburg was like a you know kind of a, a cheap bus ride from Copen uh, from Copenhagen, and then uh, you know like another just a, a, a pretty decent priced uh, train ride over to Amsterdam. Okay. So it was just like oh that's a cool stop and you know I don't know a lot about it but you know I'll stop in and check it out. So yeah. uh, but I definitely want to hit Berlin. I just I don't know what it's probably because I'm going to keep migrating south after I hit the UK. So mm-hmm. Berlin's probably going to be on my next trip into the EU, the EU um, which will oh, right. be springtime, because um, I'll have to get out after my 90 days, and also it'll be getting really cold, which I don't want to deal with. So, Right, yeah. Yeah, so it'll probably be late spring. I'll probably hit like the parts of Europe that I didn't hit. I'll probably come in like Eastern Europe, hit all of that, hit Berlin, and you know anything else that I didn't hit, Switzerland, or if, you know, if I don't hit Italy on the way down, hit Italy, that kind of thing. You want to give like a like the uh, the bullet point description of what you're kind of shooting to do over the next year. Okay, like you were talk. We talked about it last week. You kind of gave me an idea of where you're going, but just you know, just in a rough yeah, a rough idea. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, so Copenhagen goes first. Because you have you have you have 90 days. You're allowed to stay within a certain number of countries in yes. the EU, and then you have to get out for 90 days exactly. before you can come back. Basically, exactly. right? Exactly. And if you overstay your 90 day visa, then uh, they, they kill you. They, yeah, exactly. They kill you. Um, but no, yeah, they'll find you, um, and you pretty much can't come back for like six years or something crazy like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, went to Copenhagen. I'm in Hamburg now. Mm -hmm. Hamburg. Sorry. Um, Hamburg. Hamburg. And, um, I'm heading to Amsterdam, not Monday, but Tuesday now. (laughs) And... (laughs) And why uh, is that again? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, ass. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then I'm actually going to sp- spend a week in Amsterdam to try to get some things straight. Um, the the money from my house sale should finally be wired to my bank. Like I've got to get this phone situation taken care of. Um, right. So I'm just gonna and I'm just want to like just take a moment so I'm not constantly on the go. I can just chill out yeah. for a day. Uh, so I'm going to spend about a week in, in Amsterdam just so I can get kind of used to the city and I can kind of settle in and get some stuff taken care of. Um, and then I'll head to Brussels, then Bruges, a couple nights apiece. And then I'll head to the UK. Um, I want to go see Dismal Land before it's closed down, which is the, right. the Banksy thing. Um, end of September. End of September. Uh, that, okay. is, that closes down. So I want to see that. So, and since I'm going over there, I might as well you know, see Scotland and Ireland. 
well, mm. in the UK, and then hop back in probably to France, um, just kind of wander around France, definitely want to see uh, Paris, um, and then some of the other, the other cities there in France, uh, and finally get a chance to practice the French that I've been studying, but um, with, with the French, I've only been doing like, you know, book learning really, so I haven't really right. into practice, so it'll be interesting to actually start putting it into practice and talking to people. Practice, practice your French on the people in the world who will be the least impressed by it. Exactly. <laughs> well, but no, I'm saying, like, you know, it'd be nice to have somebody to, to speak to so I can just at least right. practice because, yeah. and then they can correct me, <laughs> like, yeah. not saying that right at all. Um, correct you by walking away. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, so spend some time in France, uh, mm-hmm. spend some time in Spain, um, and so I'm hoping but I'll be in southern Spain about the time my 90 days is running out. Um, right. And I still haven't figured out if the UK is going to count against me or if the, the, the ticker stops while I'm in the UK because it's not part of the Schengen. So, right. But since my clock's already started ticking as soon as I stepped in Copenhagen, some people say it keeps ticking. Some people mm. say it doesn't. It's kind of confusing, and I've never been able to get a straight answer from um, like I sent emails to like Denmark immigration asking and I never got a response yeah. and stuff like that. But anyway, so, okay. So Southern tip of Spain, by the time my 90 days are done, um, and then, uh, probably take a ferry over to Tangier, spend some time in Morocco, mm-hmm. um, take a short plane flight over to Cairo, spend maybe a day or two there and see the pyramids. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, do another hop to Jordan and then I'll go from Jordan to Israel, see Jerusalem. Um, and then from there, I'm, I think I may hop to... So a lot of these flights, like once... I've been do, using buses and trains, but a lot of the flights to hop from city to city, depending on where you're going, are really cheap. So like little yeah. flights are, are actually really affordable. Uh, so anyways, uh, I'll probably hop from Jerusalem to maybe... I want to see Istanbul. Um, hmm. And then I think from there, probably Dubai... And then from Dubai, that's kind of like the, the gateway to the south, you know, to the east. So I'll probably right. do Southeast Asia from that, from that point on. So I'll probably go from Dubai to, to Mumbai, India, um, kind of weave through India, hit a couple places there, just kind of keep hopping through Southeast Asia. I want, I want to see Thailand. I want to see Cambodia, Vietnam, um, maybe do Malaysia, Indonesia, I don't, I don't, I, that, you know, I haven't really planned that far out ahead. I just have a general idea of Southeast Asia, you know, maybe, maybe go as far as, you know, hitting Japan. What's the accommodation situation in those, in those areas? Yeah. The same kind of, the same kind of deal as like, you know, hostels and crowd surfing or couch surfing and all that. You back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. That may have been on my end. My computer went to something. Yeah, it just said that. Uh, said that there was a connection problem. But did you get any of that? What I asked. No, no, I said asked that again. <laughs> I said uh, I was just asking about the accommodation situation out in the east and in the Middle East, as far as like if you've looked into like, you know, do they have hostels? Do they have crowd? Uh, God, couch surfing. I said crowd surfing last time too. <laughs> Did you? Fuck. I didn't catch it last yes. time. Yes. Yeah, well, don't worry. It's recorded. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so um, they have both, actually. I mean, it's uh, couch surfers. Okay. is surprisingly, very, you know, it's pretty worldwide. Um, yeah. And hostels, too. Um, and fr- from, like, talking to my friend Jonathan, who's been traveling for two years, um, uh, yeah, I got, I've got a lot of good advice from him. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, hot, there's hostels all over, and 
uh, yeah, and actually over there, like in Cambodia and stuff too, like they sent them from what it sounds like from him. It's like, they're really freaking cheap. Like you could probably get a room for like 10 bucks or something, you know? So hostels and couch surfing is the first option. And then hostel is the second option as far as, you know, accommodations as I'm traveling and they're pretty much all over. So you're shooting for, to try to get as far east as possible and then, and then bounce back to Europe or something at that point. Yes. Um, you know, like late spring is when I'm going to head back towards Europe. Um, okay. and because my time will be reset and weather will be getting better. Um, yeah. and then I'll just, like I say, you know, go see parts of Europe that I didn't, I couldn't see on the way down. Cause what we were talking about doing is, is maybe getting together on here every couple of weeks, see where you're at. If there's any kind of interesting stories you'd like to relate, like, uh, mixing up Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm serious. Things it's like the that. calendar's fault. It wasn't mine. Yeah, it's the calendar. What, yeah. what, what are they doing putting Monday as the first day of the week? Man, <laughs> shit. Backwards ass European. <laughs> <laughs> that was my uh, dope moment of, of today. <laughs> I've had plenty of yeah. that. So there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's what everybody's looking forward to. <laughs> that makes good stories. How did Chip fuck up this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who did, who did he offend this week? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like, so another little stupid thing I did, like, so, like, you know, like, I'm used to using the Metro or the subway. I mean, you know, like, in, in the New York and stuff, right? So, yeah. Um, I, 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 I know how that works. So, like, I was in the Metro. I bought a ticket. It took me forever to find the, the kiosk to buy the ticket, right? And then, like, I, I go, you know, go down to the subway and, uh, you know, and I'm trying to, re- I, I think it was, I think it was here in Hamburg because I was trying to re- read German and I was like, I don't understand where these lines are going or anything. And I, I finally figured it out, like, you know, to get where I wanted to go. But I was like, well, where, where do I give, where do I put my ticket? You know, like, yeah. like I'm used to like, yeah, like I said, New York, you, you put it in the, the turnstile, you know, and it feeds through and you go through the turnstile and that's, you know. That's how it works, you know? That's how they take right. your ticket and, or they punch your ticket. And I'm like, so where do I, you know, like, and I'm standing there and the train's pulling up and I'm like, holy crap. And there's these little, like, uh, little stands that say, like, I guess in German or maybe this wasn't in, in Danish. It said something that kind of looked like check-in. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, well, maybe that's it. And I saw somebody, like, come by and swipe their, swipe something next to that, like, little sensor. I was like, oh, okay, that's it, you know? <laughs> so I go up with my little single ride paper ticket and yeah. I hold it up to the sensor and nothing happens. And I'm like, what the, yeah. what the? and I'm like, I tried a couple times. I'm like, it's not working. And I see the next, like some other you know, local come up and they have yeah. like, you know, uh, like a, a pass book or whatever. That's, I guess, you know, like for people who commute every day, you yeah. know, it's like a, a, like a legit thing. And then they, she swiped that on the thing. And I'm like, Oh, it's not even for the ticket. I have. And, but she totally <laughs> saw me trying to, take this little yeah. paper ticket <laughs> and scan it at this machine. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I look like a fucking idiot. What fucking country are you from? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I was like, I don't know where to put my fucking ticket. But uh, I got on the train. Nobody ever checked my ticket. You know, like, nice. okay, well, whatever. And, you know, after using it quite a few times, I realized like, okay, well, they just don't check your fucking ticket. And then, you know, like talking to a few people, it was like, yeah, they don't, you know, there's, there's nowhere you put your ticket. They just, every once in a while, they'll do like a, I guess like a spot oh, check, yeah. you know? Yeah, you may okay. know this. You lived over here. Um, yeah. I guess, well, you were pretty young when you lived over here. But um, yeah, it's just like buses. every once in a while, somebody will come on and, and ask for your ticket. And if you don't have it, yeah. then you'll get a citation. Um, yeah. 
But yet, I, so far, nobody's ever come to check my ticket. So theoretically, I could have gotten on all the time and just never paid. You know, like, yeah. but you never know when they're going to come check. So I remember that, actually, when I used to ride the bus, ride the, bus, the city buses or whatever. That was, the, that was the same thing. Nobody ever bought tickets, but that was what they, you know, you get on there, you try to spy the guy who's going to be checking tickets if he's there and then jump off the bus if you see him. But, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so, um, and I think, I think it was like, uh, I think it was last night. It was pretty late. I think, yeah, it was really late. And like Neela, the, the girl that, uh, I met through Couchsurfing who's showed me around, she invited me out to a party last night. So I went out and hmm. like met her and, uh, of course like not having cell service totally screwed, like was a pain because I think I left here at like 9 PM. Like I, I was texting back and forth and she's like, well, she's like, She's like, I'm just like a stop away at this party. You can come down here. It's like, I'll walk down to the station. And she gave me the station name and meet you. And of course, so like I went to the station and this is the first time I'd used, I, yeah, the first time I used a subway here. So I had no idea where the ticket booth was. So yeah. like I went down and like it wasn't on the platform and I was like, holy crap. I mean, it, and it took me like a good 20, again, this is another just moment. I'm just like, I'm a fucking idiot. But yeah. like. It took me forever to find the ticket booth. I eventually had to go like all the way back up to like the street level and like go through another build. It was just insanely, uh, you know, inconvenient located. Just start yelling at people, where's the ticket booth? And I asked a number of people, I even asked somebody who worked in like the, one of the little restaurants down in the subway. And he told me, he's like, oh no, it's down there on the platform. I'm like, okay. And I yeah. went down on the platform. It wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, so it was just like, I mean, I, I wasted like a good 20 or 30 minutes. And I'm like, you know, this girl is like waiting at that station to pick me up. I have no way of contacting her. And yeah. I was just like, oh, God, I just, you know, I feel like an idiot. I finally got a ticket, went down, got on the train, went one stop. And she like was about to leave when I showed up. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I was like, I don't have, you know, any kind of, you know, data service. I can't communicate, you know. And, um, yeah. But anyway, so like, yeah, I went to this party with her. I met a bunch of people. Um, and... Uh, Hung out for for a good while, and then when we left, like I walked back to the station, like she was going the opposite direction or whatever, and like I was like, and she's got like you know a pass card to ride it whenever, but I was like, do you know where the the ticket booth is for this one? And she's like, no, I don't. And she's like, just get on the train. She's like, she's like this late at night, nobody's gonna check. I'm like, all right, screw yeah. it. So I just got on the train without a damn ticket. And I was just like, I hope they don't check. <laughs> yeah, and so, you're immediately deported. Yeah, exactly. Get the <laughs> hell out of our country. Yeah, and you can't come back for fuck six American. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I've already I've already broken the law. <laughs> My first night in the city. And admitted it on something that's being recorded. Exactly. Well, I don't use my real name. Chip's not my real name. They'll never find me. You're the only chip in Europe right now. <laughs> the only guy in Europe. Excellent, <laughs> my chip. Well, so okay, of course, like every British person I talk to is like, you know, I tell them my name, and they're just like, they kind of laugh, and I'm like. Right, and I, I found this out like actually from like uh, this Brit who was like over in uh, the U.S. This was about a year ago. I was at a party, met this uh, this girl that was was uh, from Britain, and I told her my name, and she's like, "That is hilarious." She's like, "That's the name that we use in Britain when we like you know make up our fake American name, like when we act <laughs> like American." She's like Chip and. I can't remember what the other name was, but it was some other just really ridiculous name. And so she's like, yeah, that's, that's like the number one name that everybody, like when the Brits just make, you know, making fun of Americans or acting like we're American, that's the name we choose. I'm like, dear God, I need to change my name. 
So, and then like, and I met these three kids from the UK and they said the exact same thing. And I'm just yeah. like, oh God. What's your name? Uh, Chip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm the quarterback of the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they'll never find me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is obviously a fake yeah. name. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm amazed there's only been two people who've come into the stairwell since you've been in there. That's pretty impressive. Actually, yeah, I am too. I think there is another from the the because that that's the it goes to the rooms, the floor, all the floors with the rooms. I'm okay. at like the the opening towards like the lobby. So I think there's actually on the other side there's a stairwell too. So maybe people use that one more. So maybe I made a good yeah. choice. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Well, anyways, yeah, actually, you know what? My laundry is in the dryer, and there's only one dryer, so it's, it's turned off. Somebody might be pissed at me now. So, actually, <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up, and then uh, I'll go check my laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm going to cut all this out, by the way. So. <laughs> all this yeah, bullshit. Exactly. At the end. All this bullshit. Um, yeah, okay. Well, then I'll plan to uh, try to get in touch again in a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll see where we are at that point. Cool. That sounds good, man. Good deal. All right, man. We'll take care. All right. We'll do. Thanks, brother. There it is. Episode one. Got it done. Just want to do some housekeeping here at the end. Chip's blog, chipjohnsonfilm.com. Chip Johnson Film, all one word. Contact us via email, twiapodcast at gmail.com. We'll have a Facebook page set up pretty soon with pictures, and you can interact with us there. I'd like to thank my wife, Sarah, for the use of our theme music. And we should be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. Uh, hopefully this one, the turnaround time on this one will be a little bit quicker. Thanks for checking out the podcast, and I hope you come back again next time. See ya. Yeah, I went to adjust my volume, and then it went, and that was it.